0: This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that talks about issues that affect your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Today, we're going to talk about lifestyle medicine. Dr. Egel Klugeen is a family medicine physician and assistant professor and faculty member at MidMichigan Medical Center Gratiot's Family Medicine Residency Program. Welcome, Dr. Klugeen. Maybe you could tell us what exactly is lifestyle medicine.
1: Thank you, Jerry, and uh, welcome, everybody. Um, I'm here overall to share with my patients about my new passion, which is the lifestyle medicine. So to answer to your question, Jerry, lifestyle medicine is my new passion. But definition is a little lengthy, but I would like to read that. Lifestyle medicine is the use of evidence-based lifestyle therapeutic approaches to prevent, treat, and oftentimes to reverse lifestyle-related chronic disease. The lifestyle medicine approach includes five areas, five domains, and the first being a predominantly whole food, plant-based diet, second, regular physical activity, third, adequate sleep, fourth, stress management, and fifth, avoidance of risky substance use. So we know that using all those five domains, five areas, diet, exercise, sleep, stress management, and avoidance of risky substance abuse help to prevent, treat, and oftentimes to reverse lifestyle-related diseases. For example, if somebody has obesity or hypertension or high cholesterol or diabetes or coronary artery disease, these domains might really help to treat and sometimes reverse disease.
0: And when you said it's evidence-based, what does that mean to somebody who's a lay person?
1: Actually, for a long time, I was reading and looking into what I could offer to my patients, what treatment I could offer so it would not have any side effects and would not be too expensive for my patients. So after reading for hours, I found the answers, and that is the lifestyle medicine. uh, Study-based means that there are researches, studies done to look how the diet and exercise or sleep management would help patients to feel better, to help with their numbers. For example, I could share one study, which I frequently share with my patients during their yearly physicals. Regular exercise for 150 minutes a week could reduce heart disease by 35 to 55%. For example, five serving sizes of fruits and vegetables a day could reduce heart disease by 20 to 25%. Or sleeping less than six or eight hours at night increased the risk of early death by approximately 12%. So again, this is not what one doctor said. We do have really good evidence, research, studies done behind all the information I'm sharing with you.
0: So really it is in the numbers. If a person wants to live a healthier, longer life, these are things that they can do without having to open a pill bottle, without having to undergo a procedure. This is stuff that we can do in our own homes, in our own daily lives to lengthen our life and actually improve our life from the beginning.
1: Absolutely, Jerry. And I've been practicing family medicine for the last 13 years. And during those years, I've been asking myself what treatment could I offer to my patients so it doesn't cause any side effects. Because very frequently, people don't want to take an extra pill because of the fear of the side effects. Or also, sometimes it breaks my heart to see that some of my patients simply unable to afford medications. And I ask to myself, what alternatives we have. So again, with the lifestyle medicine, they really don't need to open an extra box of pills. They could really do that at home.
0: Do you find that some of your patients are better candidates for this lifestyle medicine approach than others?
1: I would say that everyone is an excellent candidate for lifestyle medicine. And let me share some numbers with you. In United States, only 3% of patients had healthy levels of all four behaviors such as smoking, healthy weight, five fruits and vegetables a day, and exercise regularly. Three percent, this number is very, very low. Also, we know that 72% of all Americans are overweight or obese. We know that six in 10 Americans has at least one chronic disease, and unfortunately, these numbers are getting worse. It's really sad for me to see also that, unfortunately, our life expectancy is also has been decreasing over the last few years. So, again, focusing in the lifestyle medicine, we know that we could change lives, we could improve outcomes, and overall, we could feel much happy and feel much better. That I frequently share with my patient, that diet, exercise, sleep management, stress management would help them to feel overall better.
0: Now, you're probably going to tell me that this isn't going to replace the other therapies or things that I'm doing in your practice. You're not going to just take my blood pressure medicine away and say, lose 20 pounds.
1: My short answer will be uh, no, it does not replace any medical care you're already receiving. But let me um, share a little bit overall what the lifestyle medicine fit in medicine. So allopathic or conventional or this regular traditional care or sometimes called Western medicine is in the medicine in which us doctors focus on diagnosing and treating symptoms, diseases, and we use drugs, radiation, treatments, and surgeries. So for example, if I have a patient who comes to me and says, I don't feel right, I feel thirsty all the time, I do the test, I find that patient is diabetic. And what the next step I do, I prescribe medication. Now, lifestyle medicine takes a root cause approach of the lifestyle diseases. So for example, the same patient, if he comes to me, he or she comes to me and says, I do have, I don't feel right. I diagnose them with diabetes. I sit with the patient and I talk about drastical changes in the diet, exercise. We talk about sleep and stress management in order to treat numbers and help people to feel better. And again, going back and talking about the studies, uh, there are studies supporting that diabetes could not only be treated, but could be reversed, meaning you might heal, your diabetes might heal completely. But it requires drastical changes. It really requires lots of from the patients Because these changes, in order them to happen, they need to be drastical. With the allopathic or conventional medicine, uh, patients are receiving care. Here in lifestyle medicine, a patient is an active participant. Patient needs to, to work on the diet, exercise, sleep, stress management, and avoid risky behaviors.
0: Let's say you get a patient that goes all in with you on this concept of lifestyle medicine. Somebody who you think you really can work with, what is that consultation going to look like and how is that relationship with that patient and the kinds of conversations you have with that patient going to be different from the average run-of-the-mill day-to-day patient who isn't working on it from a lifestyle standpoint?
1: First of all, when I see the patient for the discussion about the lifestyle medicine, I ask these people to make a food diary for about 10 or 14 days, everything what they eat and drink, I ask them to register. Then they come to the office with me for dedicated time. So we focus during the appointment time just only about the lifestyle medicine and we do the assessment of their physical activity, sleep, stress level. We talk about the substance abuse and come up with individualized, for each patient, individual's plans about diet, exercise, stress management, sleep, and and et cetera. Again, lifestyle medicine requires very close collaboration between patient and physician. Uh, My job is uh, to coach and guide my patients to make those positive lifestyle changes. And we frequently scheduled a follow-up visit to watch the success, to see where we could do some improvements, and we will continue that until we achieve results.
0: What kind of resources do you have available to you? I know one of them is nutrition counseling, but what are some of the resources that you would employ when you're trying to get the buy-in or assist a patient who is taking this lifestyle medicine approach?
1: So usually I look into the individualized plan and it really depends on what diet or exercise uh, patients are following. And we sit with the patient and come up with individualized plans. So for example, I write them down what suggestion I have for them to eat for breakfast, lunch and dinner, how much and when to exercise and et cetera, and provide the packet of information about the food, preferred fruit uh, food choices, for example.
0: Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at the list of chronic conditions that this lifestyle approach attempts to address. And some of them really make sense to me. Coronary artery disease, heart disease, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, metabolic syndrome. But I'm seeing obesity, osteoarthritis, prediabetes. A lot of those make sense with diet and exercise. A lot of those things make a lot of sense to me. But when I see things like certain autoimmune disorders, depression, uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, some of the mild cognitive impairment, are these really things that you can have an impact?
1: We know that high-carbohydrate diets, diets very rich in sugars and saturated fats, unfortunately causes chronic inflammation in our blood vessels, our joints, skin. So again, focusing on the healthy lifestyle choices, we could help with those diseases. Mm-hmm. So if diabetes, coronary artery disease, uh, high cholesterol and high blood pressures, we could help patients feel better and we could treat and reverse diseases autoimmune disease, we could help people to feel better. We will not be able completely to reverse autoimmune diseases with the lifestyle changes, but we could help them to feel better.
0: Is it fair to say that this really isn't an alternative to traditional Western medicine, but maybe a complementary tool that a physician can use?
1: I strongly believe that this is complementary to traditional medicine, but I feel that traditional medicine alone is not taking care of diseases I just discussed. I think we should continue with the traditional medicine, but we also need to focus on the lifestyle changes because of the data I share. It's really saddening to see that only three percent of Americans are following A4 healthy behaviors. We definitely could do better. We definitely could feel better. We don't need to spend so much money taking medications, thinking how many pills I need to take.
0: And I suppose the exciting thing for you is not only are you practicing lifestyle medicine in your practice, but because you are working with the residency program, you're passing that information on to the next generation of doctors.
1: As I mentioned, I am faculty in MSU graduate residency program, and I'm very excited that this month we've started a track in the program called Lifestyle Medicine Track. So we are teaching young physicians about the concept of lifestyle medicine. And I wish, as a resident, I would have learned things residents here are learning now. It is very exciting that we will be able to offer this to the residents and also for our patients. Thank you, Jerry. And Thank I you. just wanted to add that if you are interested in learning more about the lifestyle medicine, your personal goals and changes, please make an appointment with me.
0: That is family medicine, Dr. Eggle Klugin, an assistant professor and faculty member at MidMichigan Medical Center Gratiot's Family Medicine Residency Program. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org/doctors. Eglclugin MD is a certified lifestyle medicine physician. To make a lifestyle medicine appointment, you can call her office at 989-837-9300. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Thank you so much for listening. Check back again soon for another episode of Health Dose.